Aloha and welcome. This is Megan with you, and I got Sarah Stein here, and she is with Kauai Community Science Center. Aloha. Aloha, Megan. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. So, Kauai Community Science Center, why don't you tell us what it's about in your mission and vision statement? Okay. Well, at Kauai Community Science Center, our goal is to connect science and community. And we do this by, we want to increase access to science, we want to grow science literacy, promote climate change awareness, and provide a safe and respectful environment. And at Kauai Community Science Center, we also put students in the lead when we're developing our programs and content. Our goal is that our content will be student-driven student and our activities are student-led. And we endeavor to do this through project-based learning experiences that promote and model important 21st century learning skills. And those are collaboration, communication, creative thinking, and oh, I totally <laughs> forgot the word. And uh, uh, critical thinking, of course. That's why I need yes, to be critical, critical thinking. thinking. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, so why don't you tell me uh, what age groups are, do you guys work with? Well, our, our events are open to all ages and some of our programs are, we have an intern program, for example, that is, um, we, we've offered it for ages from ages 15 to 25. Wow. Um, our, our events and activities, we welcome all ages from K, preschool through, through college and, and adults. Wow, that's really awesome. So how did you start? How did this whole thing start? How did you start this company? Well, uh, back in 2019, I, um, I, I was actually a li- my, 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 oh, my, my previous job was changing. And I, so I had this opportunity to start something totally new. And, you know, for I've, been here on Kauai about 18 years and through my daughter growing up uh, in West Kauai and being involved um, you know we used to do field trips at my old job and Mm -hmm. we used to be involved in different organizations and I just saw that there was a need to increase opportunities for learning around science. Uh, I'm a scientist by training so I love science (laughs) and it just seemed like a way to also support uh, career-connected learning that's happening at our three public high schools on Kauai. And this is transitioning towards project-based learning and career-connected learning where students, it's not the same as just learning, you know, as as we all have for, for many years, learning in the classroom with a teacher standing in front of you, but it's learning by doing projects and learning mm. by doing work and, and participating in businesses, for example. And I just think this way of learning is really exciting. And so my goal through the Science Center is to help promote this kind of learning and give students the opportunity to learn this way. Okay. So I have a question. Um, where did you get, how did you model your company? Did you take it off some uh, something else that you saw or did you make the model up yourself? How did that work out? Well, I, I, this model I, I made up myself because one of the things that's different about the Kauai Community Science Center is that, as I mentioned, all of our content is 
student-led and student-generated. And, you know, I would love to have a science center, like some of the big science centers on the mainland, like the Exploratorium, or even like the Bishop Museum over on Oahu. But I really didn't have many resources when mm-hmm. I started. I have no resources. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I thought if I work with students and help them explore their interests mm-hmm. through the lens of science, we could actually generate content. We could generate exhibits. We could generate all kinds of different ways, hands-on ways to to share science in the community. Wow. And so that's uh, I thought that would be fun and, again, provide opportunities for students and also not just students to learn, but also students to teach. Because, you know, when you have to teach something, that's when you really understand it mm-hmm. and know it. And plus, I think kids are going to much rather learn from other kids than, you know, learning from, from adults. So yeah. I think that's something that I, I really want to promote and support. That's really good. You're helping bring, uh, build up leaders as well. And it is true. If you know something really well to teach it, you know, then that means you know you know it really good. So that's really interesting. I know um, I did a competition uh, last, no, 2019, and we ended up winning second in the, in the state, and it was something similar to this. We were trying to – we didn't put the model together, but we were trying to um, help the teachers to do something like this, help with the, with the critical thinking and we got that idea from um, this uh, education program in New Zealand. We had a speaker come to our class. And it was so interesting because everything that you're saying right now is so, it's so true. It's a 21st century thinking. It helps them to think how to build things, um, how things work. And it actually helps them advance more educational-wise. So I think it's great. And do you see this... Um, being implemented into schools as well as like after school programs or are you guys looking to just keep it separate from the schools? No, no. I mean, there, everything is an opportunity. Actually, my, the first grant that I got from the County of Kauai was where I was a project working with Waimea Canyon middle school. Mm. So in the fall of 2019, I, um, there was a science teacher at Waimea Canyon middle school who was interested she was going to have an elective class that in the class, the goal was to have the students develop hands-on science activities like you would see at a science center. Yeah. And she found out that I was starting this, this thing based on the same idea. And so we partnered and in, in the grant I wrote, I also, we also partnered with, a, it's called the Science Center. It's an established science center in Ithaca, New York. Mm. that has been, you know, it's been in operation for more than 30 years. And they're just, in the, you know, there's so many amazing science centers on the mainland. So we, they were able to provide us with a professional exhibit designer. Her name was Adrienne Testa. And she was amazing because we had this, a teacher who was a project-based learning expert, right? And she knew all the ways to help the students, uh, the processes for doing this project-based learning. We had Adrienne, who was a professional exhibit designer. She develops exhibits for her her job. And then, you know, my role, I just see my role as bringing the resources together because I I don't have the skills of a teacher. And obviously, I'm not an exhibit designer either. (laughs) So, but we worked with 52 students 
So uh, Miss Rowe, Deborah Rowe is the science teacher. If I didn't mention her name, she's amazing. And she, um, she had these two classes of students. So we, um, along with Adrian, we met, I, you know, I went to almost every class and we worked with the students to help them develop their ideas Mm -hmm. and their ideas were just based on their interests. So we went through this whole process of, um, it's called the big idea. So you think of what your big idea is that you want people to walk away from your exhibit and learn, right? So mm-hmm. they were all developing their big ideas, which is kind of fun, wow. right? Because what's the big idea? Yeah, right. <laughs> so um, they, for example, there were students who they were interested in music. So their they wanted their big idea was to have people understand how a piano works, and to do that, they actually their prototype was a they wanted to create a piano like keys that you could step on and have them play music. So it would be kind of the interactive part of mm-hmm. their exhibit. There were students interested in art. And so they worked on a project with the primary colors of light. And, you know, it's really fun. You can make really cool shadows of all different colors. And, mm-hmm. you know, so basically by February of 2020, uh, this, these 52 students had generated 21 prototype projects. Wow. And again, everything from football, there was a project about pancakes. You know, there's a lot of science <laughs> in cooking, right? Yeah, and that's these true. Two, two students actually created a video game around making pancakes. And based on how you played the game, whether you wanted fluffy pancakes or thin pancakes, or, <laughs> you know, so it, it was amazing. And, you know, because we were actually meeting with Adrian from New York by Zoom <laughs> before Zoom was a thing right. <laughs> because this was back in the fall of 2019. And she mm-hmm. would meet with the student groups and kind of have um, updates with them to help, you know, help them move their project forward. Wow. And she even came here. Part of the grant, I was able to bring her here. And she spent a week working hands-on with us and the students. And it was amazing because having Adrian here in person and seeing her interact with, with Ms. Rowe and the students, it was just amazing. And it made a huge difference. And so even though, unfortunately, we only got to making prototypes, mm-hmm. our, our goal had been to finish the exhibits. And we had planned a, um, like an event at Kukui Grove where we would have all the students display their exhibits. Um, but, of course, that got cut short. Right. <laughs> so, but... Still, I learned so much, and I definitely saw that, you know, these 21 projects that the students came up with, I could have never come up with those amazing ideas and such a diversity. I mean, with those 21 projects, we could have had a little science center that people would have really (laughs) enjoyed coming to. And even though we didn't have a physical space, you know, I had talked to some of the local businesses, and they were open to, you know, putting an exhibit in their lobby, for example. Oh, and that's nice. Where these are kind of, you know, these are meant to be hands-on exhibits that you just walk up to and participate. So you don't need someone there explaining anything. And so, you know, that was how we were going to get started to build our science center. And that project, we called it Students Sharing Science. And that was, was our first project. Um, but unfortunately, after COVID came, we had to figure out, you know, we couldn't be working with the schools anymore. It was just not possible. So I started exploring and, you know, I was very fortunate to be included in 
you know how Mayor Kawakami created all the cursed committees? Right. And so I was able to participate in the one on education. And so by being able to go to those meetings, I was able to listen to all the, the folks who really know about education here on Kauai and learn like what what are the big things that are missing and what are the biggest opportunities for us to support not just our students, but our teachers and our parents, right? Because mm-hmm. this whole COVID thing, especially in the beginning, was just so challenging, right? It was. So one of the big things that I heard was that Wi-Fi was a real problem, like access to Wi-Fi. And so connectivity, like on Wi-Fi, but also connectivity with people, right? Mm-hmm. Because you couldn't see your teachers, you couldn't see your friends, and parents couldn't you know, go and ask teachers for help or, you know, whatever it might be. So after that, I thought, okay, well, what if we create a mobile Wi-Fi hotspot? Mm-hmm. Then we could drive it around and, you know, we could provide Wi-Fi to, you know, small communities that to at least try to enhance and help oh, this good. problem. You know, the houses people and, always talk about needing that too. That would actually be a really good thing. Exactly, exactly. So we, um, I wrote a grant, and actually through writing the grant, because I also know nothing about <laughs> Wi-Fi or mobile science, and mm-hmm. I thought, okay, if we're going to drive this, this hotspot around, we might as well provide something related to science at the same time, right? Because right. that's a big opportunity. So I was, I, you know, looked up and I, I found a few other mobile science um, organizations, so, for example, there's an organization called the BYN Mellon Fab Lab at mm. Carnegie Science Center in Pittsburgh. Sorry, it's a really long name, but that's their name. <laughs> <laughs> and they, but they have something called the Mobile Fab Lab. Wow. And in the beginning, I thought fab, you know, that might just be like fabulous. Right. <laughs> but no, it's fab for fabrication. Oh. And there's a whole movement called Fab Lab that actually started at MIT. And so this wow. now there's a network of fab labs all over the world. And yeah. to be a fab lab, it's like a makerspace, but a digital makerspace. Mm-hmm. So I, I learned, I met them. They agreed to collaborate with us on the grant. So they were one of our partners. I also uh, met some folks in Atlanta called their, their, their mobile STEM project is called Steam Truck, but their organization is called Community Guild, and they're based in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. And these folks also have an amazing mobile STEAM program. Their focus is on inner city Atlanta and folks who don't have the same access to these resources mm-hmm. and, and providing that. And they also, oh my gosh, it's, both of these organizations are obviously so inspiring, but they also were so helpful and so open to helping me because, you know, I knew nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and without the support of these folks, there's no way I would have known the kind of equipment to get, what we should try and do. Um, and I also partnered with, over on Oahu, Shamanad University has a mobile STEM um organization too it's called i am a scientist Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's a stem program that chaminade university has had for i think it's been more than 10 years and they've probably had over thirty thousand kids on oahu involved in their activities wow so another amazing organization and so 
because I just looked <laughs> mobile science wherever I could find it. And right. again, these folks, these folks are, I mean, there's, there's probably more around the world, but these three were like the fundamental ones to help me get started. Right. And our friends at the science center in Ithaca, New York, they also provided support for us mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because, you know, they're an established science center. So they could help me know, like once we started having events, like what kind of registration system do they use and how are they managing with right. COVID? And, you know, so I think, you know, we talked about 21st century learning skills and collaboration is one of them. And really we, we not only promote it, but we really model it in what we do because without collaboration, I wouldn't have anything. Mm -hmm. right? And, and not only the collaboration with these, these experts that I've gotten to know, but also with the students, because like our events that we have are, are we call the KCSC hotspots. Those events, um, at our events, our activities are primarily led by the student interns who work with us. So, you know, I couldn't have an event and run an event myself. <laughs> and right. we're just so fortunate that we've had students interested in working with us. And, you know, it's just so much more engaging for you know, not just the students, but also the parents who come to our events, mm -hmm. um, because, you know, the students and it, they just are so knowledgeable and um, and it's not intimidating. You know, sometimes even it's intimidating for adults. Right. Some of the right. technology. We always have a 3D printer demonstration, for Ooh, example. 3D printers and, are great. you know, the kids, the kids are the ones running the 3D printers. Right. Wow. And, My and son will love that. He's all into that right yeah. now. Awesome. And we haven't brought it to our events yet, but we also have a vinyl cutter and a laser cutter. Wow. So these eventually we'll bring them to our events, but they're also, you know, equipment that our interns can use. Like recently, one, two of our interns are on the Waimea High School robotics team mm -hmm. and they had a competition. And so they actually created a logo for their robotics team. They designed it on the computer mm -hmm. and then we, we, we cut it out on the vinyl cutter and we have a heat press, so they actually made their own masks oh, by cool. designing the logo, cutting the vinyl, and then putting it on the mask. And, you know, it was so cool. And, you know, it's just, that's the whole thing behind, like, the Fab Lab and Steam mm. and Makerspaces. It's about creating things. Right. And, you know, you, you learn so much by just that process of, you know, it doesn't work the first time <laughs> a lot right. of times. So, so how do you move past that and how do you make it work and and how do you do it different the next time and so yeah so that's really we just really want to promote this way of learning because as yes. you said it's it's the future it is. you know we're not no longer our, our schools are no longer training people to work in factories yeah, or to work no in these skills. jobs where exactly but we need people who can collaborate and think for themselves yeah think critically that's a big one for everybody yeah. no matter your job i mean really yeah. all of these are because if you can use these skills you know well it, our goal is to by growing science literacy by increasing access to science and it's not just about you know creating more scientists it's about creating a more informed community mm -hmm. that's comfortable with science right. <laughs> you know because if it's one thing COVID taught us, certainly climate change and awareness of science helps us all to better understand and also be a better, a better community voice, right? To, mm -hmm. to make informed decisions. And, you know, 
Not that it's bad to have more scientists, though. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's really good. And you were talking about the STEM projects. I love that. I started uh, getting my son to do those STEM projects, and it is a lot of fun. He made a helicopter and then another marble one which is really cool. And on that note, too, why don't we talk about some of the programs that you're offering right now? Okay, well, probably, you know, our biggest program that we have for the community is our KCSC. So KCSC is Kauai Community Science Center. Uh, Sorry for the acronym, but it's a lot (laughs) shorter to say. And right, so KCSC, and we call it the hotspot. So this is our mobile Wi-Fi hotspot that we also we promote steam so steam is just adding in an a from steam Mm -hmm. and the a is for art and culture because there's as much science in art and culture as there is in anything else yes (laughs) so we really we really want to also promote that that component and help people you know i think sometimes people can be intimidated by science or even stem because you know they they think it might be a very rigid thing and have certain rules and people might not think they're good at it mm-hmm. but you know by adding in the art and the creativity I mean again most scientists in some elements are almost like artists as well you know because of this the creative creative needs of of any job you know any job that you do so mm-hmm. at these events we um we we have them outside <laughs> so our first two events the, the goal within our grant was to have events from Kekaha to Eli during it was during the last six months of 2020. So we had our first event in September at Kekaha Elementary School. Mm-hmm. We had our second event there as well. Our next event was at Waimea High School. And then we had an event at Kamakani Pavilion. Mm-hmm. And we've also had an event at Hanapepe Hawaiian congregational church wow um and we you know we were trying to also schedule with some other places like because our goal is from Keikaha to Eliele so like Eliele school who has been very supportive and advertising our events but we you know it's really difficult for schools right now to plan these kinds of activities so Mm -hmm. because we don't want to bother them too we've started for for this year all of our events right now are scheduled at Kamakani Pavilion because it's kind of in the middle of West Kauai, but it's also, um, you know, we don't have to bother someone else <laughs> to right. go there. The, the county, the county will, we arrange the permit with the county and it's a beautiful location. It's, mm-hmm. there's a two, there's two big pavilions. And so right now we had an event on January 29th and February 6th. Our next event is coming up on March 5th. March 5th. And then we also have one on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. So we're hoping to have some special green things for that one. Okay. And then Saturday, April 3rd. So I should have said, so for March 5th, our event starts at 5. Okay. And each event, we have two sessions. And each session is one hour long. Because because of the restrictions under COVID, Uh we can only have 25 people at a time. So... We have two sessions so that we can open it up to more people. Oh, that's good. So um, you can go to our website. Okay. It's at kauai, K-A-U-A-I-C-S-C dot org. And if you go to our website, there'll be a pop-up that actually related to our events right when you get there. 
and you can click that and then you can register online. We use a system called Omnify, so you register right there. We ask you a few questions so we can collect data, which is very important for us to be able mm -hmm. to report about everyone coming to our event. So we appreciate mm -hmm. you going through that. And then once you're registered, you're all set and um, you come to the event. And as I said, the so the sessions are an hour long. One would be from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. The second one would be 6.15 to 7.15. Okay. And we have the same time on March 17th because that's a, a Wednesday night. Uh -huh. But on Saturday, April 3rd, our first event is 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Okay. And the second event is 4.15 p.m. to 5.15 p.m. All right. So... That's great. Yeah. Okay. So are you are you uh, planning on going east at some time? At some oh, point? Oh, definitely. <laughs> we okay, really great. we our goal is to serve all of Kauai, but we're still very small, mm -hmm. and you know we're we just trying to manage um, what we what we can at this point with the the resources we have. Okay. But I'm you. also happy to share that we have had folks come to our events from Kapaa and mm. even from the North Shore. So That's awesome. everybody is welcome. And again, someday we'll, we'll, we'll be going even further. <laughs> um, but like I said, right now, we're really just trying to build our organization. Small steps, and, step by step. Um, exactly, exactly. Awesome. All right. So again, if you guys want to register online, it's kwaecsc.org. They're going to be doing March 5th at 5 p.m., uh, this is a, will be the first session. The next session will be at 6.15 p.m. March 17th on a Wednesday, they will also have it. And then April 3rd and Saturday, they will have another one. And that one's going to start at 3 to 4 and then 4.15 to 5.15. Now, they only can do 25 people at a time, so make sure you register as soon as possible. And again, that website is kwaecsc.org. And can they email you or call you with any questions? Of course, of course. The email is info, I-N-F-O, at, same thing, org. Simple enough. Awesome. All right, well, thank you so much for uh, talking with us today and letting us know all this stuff. I think it's really exciting. And uh, when I saw it on Facebook, I was like, this is great. I actually missed a class because my son got sick, but I really liked it, and that's why I reached out to you. I think this is a great program, and I'm really happy you're doing this. Well, mahalo, Megan. I can't appreciate tell you how much I appreciate this opportunity because I know that's an important thing is us sharing what we do. So I really appreciate this opportunity. And, yeah, I hope to see you in person sometime. That would be great to see you at one <laughs> yes. of our events. Yes, for sure. And then uh, we'll also bring you back later on uh, for your next updated events. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> 